Hi everyone, welcome back to Meet Me in Taipei. This is Janice. And this is Jacqueline. And we're so happy to get you guys back. Um, so, a recap of the previous episode, we were talking about interviewing tips and just overall like general advice and like stories. We hope you guys enjoy it. And alongside of that, since we're all kind of going back to work, going back to school, remember to get your COVID-19 vaccination and, you know, just again, wear your masks, be careful around people and, you know, the usual. What we will be talking about today would be something that a lot of us have experienced or is still experiencing, which would be post-grad, we call this like, like our post-grad anxiety or like just overall confusion about where we are in life and like, are we quote unquote on top of things and are we feeling behind? What do you think about this, Jacqueline? So before we start this topic, I want to like thank one of my friend Emily who suggested this topic to us because this is something I I don't we haven't really thought about it, but it's kind of important for people that just graduated. Um, I remember when I was graduating from college, I I don't remember having post grad feelings, but I remember having excitements because. I think that was when my my parents were thinking about taking us to a Europe trip after we graduated. Uh, it never really happened because of COVID, but um, recalling what happened or how it was like back in 2020, I don't remember having that much discourage back then because I don't I don't know. It just never really hit me that much until I feel like it's more like until like right now I'm in school. I'm thinking about what I'm doing after I graduated but did it ever happen to you yeah I think like um especially after college uh we we stopped being in that very dynamic environment and right because like I was also working during that time and then I kind of thought that I I didn't want to lose that flexibility in my schedule and in my like lifestyle for a very brief time I actually did have a nine-to-five like job or like a quote-unquote like full-time job um and I couldn't do it so I quit after three weeks um (laughs) it was like immediately after training and it was more so like I didn't know what to do and a lot of the entry-level jobs isn't what I expected it to be and it wasn't as like as grand and as like exciting and like motivational as people kind of like put it out to be it's a lot of like in front of the computer it's a lot of learning new things and not a lot of face-to-face like I guess like conversations as opposed to back in college so I was really worried like oh I I don't think I can be sitting in front of a desk or like in front of a computer for the rest of my life like doing this I really can't Um, and I do think that it changes over time but there's there has to be like a kind of a little like hurdle that you have to jump through right when you graduate college it's it's a very different dynamic post and pre-college so how did you overcome these challenges when you faced them I think for my point of view I I'm pretty extroverted so aside from sitting in front of a computer all day I kind of forced myself to go get a job that I have to face people every day and then to, by getting those human interactions it felt a little bit easier just because like you get that like dose of serotonin every time you talk to people and you get that like interaction um and then slowly but surely I kind of understood what having a full-time job means and kind of gravitated towards 
you know, like just remote work, et cetera, et cetera. Because you can't be in that college dynamic forever. You get tired too. And then you get, you mature, you grow up. So it's, it's very different, but it's doable. Yeah, you kind of mentioned like nine to five. I think that was, or that is what I'm also concerning because I haven't really had that feeling much since I'm always working as a part-time and what I work in college, like I didn't really go straight into job fields, but I was um, working like part-time when I was in college or like getting a few cases here and there. So it wasn't really like something too professional, I would say. But um, I don't think I haven't had that feeling of like working nine to five, which I probably will be in a couple years. That is somehow why I am kind of excited about it and also kind of worried about it because I think I probably will feel that post-grad feelings after graduating from master's. Why do you think you're going to be excited or worried? Like what's the uh, what's the source of that feeling for you? Um, Excited is that I feel like now that I now that I enter a master's I feel like it's more like I narrow it down what I really want to learn and also in this like entertainment industry and that gave me a lot of hope and potential of what which area I'm gonna focus on in the future so I think that is a good thing because before graduating from college I was communication is really broad and I also don't really know what is there I can do even though there's always something that I can do it's just very broad during that time but now I feel like it's more excitement and of what is waiting ahead of me also like I love challenging myself so it's like I can't wait to see what I can bring up upon myself or even, you know, see what I can do here in America. Yeah, no, that makes sense. It's like, it's a lot of, especially like, I feel like after COVID, um, there's a, there's going to be a lot of opportunities that open up, even different opportunities pre-COVID. So it's, there's going to be a lot out in the industry of like what you want to do. Jacqueline also brought up a really good point in this discussion, uh, as opposed to like Western culture and Eastern culture. So what do you think about people or like students who have graduated college in the United States and what their worries might be and what their concerns in life might be? I think this is the reason why I really enjoy staying in Buffalo, because I was always surrounded by the locals. One thing that was very different was that I'm still kind of having the culture of like my parents were more like on the eastern side so they are definitely more traditional than the western parents so I wouldn't have to worry much about what I'm doing when I enter college because a lot for a lot of like my friends that are based in the United States they have to worry about their um, financial situations right when they enter their college or they have to I'm not saying financial aid is bad but I'm saying like it is a normal step for everyone to do so I think that's kind of very different um, in like the Western culture and the Eastern culture because you don't really have to worry about that much if you're if you're not in the United States. I mean, that's from what I, I heard about, like at least from what I know. What do you think? Yeah, it's like um, for I mean, for we're talking about Taiwan here specifically, but um, for a lot of kids who have graduated like international students, um, to put it that way. Uh, a lot of kids who graduated abroad or international has a responsibility to come back to Taiwan and take over their like family businesses. So therefore not having a lot of pressure into like, oh, what you want to do or supporting themselves, et cetera, et cetera. And it's very different because what you mentioned, uh, a lot of kids have to start thinking about their their own future individually without their parents like support or, you know, thoughts kind of hovering over them 
right when they're in, like right when they enter college. So it's a very different mindset going into college. Once you know, like kind of for fun. Well, both is for fun, but it's just like the things that you have to put into consideration and. Are very different. Yeah, like for instance, when I was in college, um, this is what I hear from my sorority friends. Like, I'll just be hearing like, "Oh, I'm so happy. My dad finally sent me three hundred dollars for next month." And when I heard this, I was like, "Wait, I thought it's kind of normal where like your parents send you like monthly allowance for you to spend on and whatever." But then that's when I realized that not everyone is that fortunate. At least parents support me, but not fully. Like. Like you know, but um, it's like sometimes I realize that, and I feel like, wow, I'm actually so like depending on my parents for what they've done for me, and it just feels very different. So I guess that's why a lot of like a lot of parents like to send their kids to United States, not just for education, but also to learn the culture of what the American parents can give to their kids. Yeah, no, no, you're right. It's like it's just you know different cultures, different different ways of like raising kids. So. I do think、uh, certain kids are very sheltered,、uh, and it's not a bad thing nor a good thing. It's just how people grow up, and、uh, once you kind of step out into the world, it's it's like you you know like you get to see a lot more things and to see the other sides of life. <laughs> If that makes sense. We were talking about the good sides of being independent and everything, but also when we're talking about college students that are、uh, mainly from Taiwan or like mostly grew up in Taiwan that don't really have much of the culture of、um, Western, like being Westernized or everything, when they're being sent out to America, and that's when you see like the difference. Some people will be very arrogant. Because they know that their parents are financially stable for them to do all these in America, whereas like people from like the United States, like they don't have the ability to do such things or like spend like these amount of money. I don't know. I feel like that's when I see the difference, and you can just tell like who's more independent and who's more relying on family and everything. Yeah, exactly. And to jump off of that,、uh, it's like obviously that kind of plays a part into. What you want to do after college, and so like, how do you cope with the confusion and the anxiety that you get after college? To kind of jump off of that as well, one thing that I've learned is it's pretty old school. It's very traditional, but stop comparing yourself to, with others. From what I know and just what I've experienced, everybody goes at their own pace. Sure, you can graduate in four years, and three years, and five years. That's kind of all still the same. A year really doesn't make a big difference, but When you see people graduating college, for example, some you know just some people out there, they might be married at twenty four and they might have their own kid at twenty five, and then some might you know kind of go off tangent, do their thing for a while, go travel the world, and go back to school, or they they form their own company. So it really just it depends on what you want and your own timeline. Everybody does things differently. When you stop comparing yourself with others, it's you're putting yourself first because at that point you're not literally comparing yourself and having that pressure to kind of like, oh, he's doing that or she's doing this, and I have to catch on. There's no such thing as that. And when you kind of make peace with that, it's that's when you really start actually doing things for yourself. What do you think, Jacqueline? Like, how would you how would you cope with feelings that you would experience after graduating? I think what you were saying is pretty true. Like, stop comparing yourself with others because I have, like friends getting married at twenty one, and they just 
I mean, it's a happy thing. My my mom was like, oh, look at like your friends getting married at 21 and look at what you're doing right now. <laughs> and at first, I, I, like I know she was joking about it, but I think at the moment it would just make me feel like, well, people take every step differently. So what I would suggest is that it's also very old school, but it would definitely one step at a time. Talk to your advisor or someone that you trust that could guide you throughout, maybe like after you graduate from your school or like you're lost in your life like for instance if you're in school talk to your advisor and see what you can get out from your classes i talked to my advisor the other day and i was i was like discussing my class schedule for next semester with her and then i also told her that this is what i want to do with my degree and then so she suggested me some like journalism classes and told me what i can do or like you know all that all that kind of stuff so I think that's really important. Also, um, outside of school, I feel like you can talk to someone you really trust, not just have to talk to your parents. I know like they're def- you know, your source of guide sometimes, but like for instance, I talk to Janice a lot. She, you know, ever since we started this podcast, like she told me a lot about things that happen in life or outside life or also like podcasts and everything. And I always go to her because I trust her and then I ask her like what I can do with what I'm currently going through and everything and she'll always guide me. This is something I really want to share with you guys. So I think when so I think when you're like having some kind of issues in your life, it is okay because everyone has issues in their lives and you're not alone. It's just everyone looks at differently and everyone just has a different way of sorting it. So when you're feeling depressed, anxious of what's going on in, in your life, someone else is having the same feeling as you that's when you stop comparing yourself with others well said and i am so touched guys <laughs> <laughs> that's like true confession right there i know i'm so touched that that just made my night um <laughs> just having somebody to talk to is fine like i can find in jacqueline so much too just like ever since she moved to the states i'm like <laughs> i would just be like hi attention <laughs> message me back oh yeah she spanned like text me with like one of the korean actors um stickers online just by having somebody to talk to and you know like so cool i think it is very important all throughout life not just like Mm post-grad and jacqueline also brought up a really good point in in terms of like coping with this it's just like it doesn't really hurt to try and like i can't emphasize this enough but like try new things and you have a lot of time right now for people who are just have just graduated. Like I'm assuming early 20s to mid 20s. So you don't have any, you barely have any responsibilities and you don't have, you might not have a family. You might have a family, but you're young and try new things. So I'm not talking about just jobs. I'm talking about like circle friends, countries, cultures, be a little bit more open-minded and don't be afraid to step out of your backyard because you don't know what you like until you try and career changes are very very normal and they're even more so the norm right now compared to 10 years ago first of all generations are different and second of all people don't stay at their jobs for 10 years anymore people stay at their jobs for like two to three years and then they change to another job or they might even change industries so try everything while you still can and while you know like time and everything is still on your side because again you don't know what you like until you actually do it 
This is a really good point. What Janice just said is really important. And I have a personal experience that I want to share. I wasn't trying to share on podcasts, but I feel like since it really correlates with what we're talking about in this episode, I want to share with you, everyone, that what I had to deal with with the word try. So when I was applying to grad school, I did not expect myself to get in any schools that I ever dreamed of getting in. I was always the kid that back in high school, my grades weren't so well. I don't really, I had a hard time focusing on schoolwork. And even like applying to college was like a hard time for me. And so when I was applying to master's, that's the month when I was busying with like two jobs. Even though they were part-time, I was, I was, I was still also like very um, dedicated to both jobs that I was working at. So I didn't really have much time applying to masters and everything. So I asked my parents, I was like, can I have someone else to guide me? And at first they weren't really investing in trying to help me like applying to masters and everything. They're just saying like, Jacqueline, if you're not getting into like the top schools for communications, I really don't see a point of you getting into masters, putting a- another time into studying in this area. So that's when I was like, oh, from my past experience, I had a bad time like doing this like studying behavior. So I just thought myself like, you know, it's not, it doesn't hurt to try. It doesn't hurt to throw my applications out there for schools to see. So I threw in like seven applications and that was a time when I was so busy with my work and everything. So I wasn't really having much time to even think about whether I can get in or not. But then a few months later, um, I started getting the very first letter that I got back was um, USC's like the other uh, major. And that's when I was like, wait, like I was so thrilled when I got into that major because I never really thought of myself would get into like some schools like I would dream of getting into. I got into all the seven schools that I applied to, which I was absolutely thrilled. And I remember when I got into um, my current school, I was like, I'm going in there like no matter what because they're like my dream school they provide me like the best education system and everything and that just at that moment I was just like wait if I never tried if I never you know just give myself a chance to even try all these things like what would happen I think that's a very good example because I actually even till now like even when I got acceptance letter I was so thrilled to the point I like printed out so many of the acceptance letter because I was like I did not expect myself getting into this school. So. <laughs> no, I remember. I remember her like she Jacqueline like you called me and then like yeah. You were like crying. <laughs> I was like at first I was like what the fuck happened? Like did somebody like hurt you like what happened and then you're like no no no. these are like tears of joy and I was like I remember feeling so happy for you Mm because I was like that like that emotion just came pouring out and yeah I remember that really clearly because I was sad (laughs) (laughs) yeah like I remember calling my mom I was because my mom my sister and my dad they were outside getting something and then I called my mom I was like mom and I was crying because I can't speak like coherent (laughs) during that moment and then my mom answered she was like what is there a cockroach at home like what's going on she actually said that because I like have a phobia and then I was like no I got into Annenberg and she was like whoa like she was so happy as well so that was an example I want to provide for everyone and I think what Janice said earlier was really important just try like you never know and even if you felt so what at least you try like you only live once in your life doesn't really matter 
I think that ties into what I really want to say. The next thing is that since if you're trying something, invest in your passion. Know what you really like. Let me just give you guys an example. If you have something you don't really like and you're going for it, it's just like dating someone you don't really like. Do you think that'll last long? Like that's not going to last long. So it ties into what Janice said, dating example. That's not going to last long and it's just going to make your life so boring and you're going to hate your life. So it doesn't matter what you do. You don't have to listen to others of what you want to do or what you should be doing. Just invest in your passion. Do what you really want to do. Try. Start as basic level. doesn't really matter. At least you try. For instance, I have a lot of friends starting their clothing lines, restaurants, or fitness, or even studios. Like These are something that you can start. And then maybe proceed on with something bigger in life. Maybe expand into something. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's just, you know, you never know until you try. And people in their 40s have been, you know, doing something different and loving it. So it's genuinely very different in this day and age of like how many things you can do, which kind of ties into our like our last point of this is that your job changes, going to master's, uh, different career paths they're all doable unless you have something really major holding you back it's different for everybody but if you can do it and if you can't and if you really do want to do something or try something or change something you'll find a way to change it so i think like with the amount of opportunities out there right now uh just with like industries uh careers and people and i guess like your big life changes if you want to do something, it's never too late, is really what I'm saying. People in their 30s have changed their careers, or people in their 40s, or their 50s, or people in their you know, 60s even. So I don't think people who have just graduated have to think that like they're running out of time, or that they're not going accordingly to the timeline that's supposed to be laid out for them. It's just really according to what you want to do at that moment. I hope that's good advice. <laughs> That's least, like, good advice. Yeah. <laughs> At least that's what I think. So mm-hmm. like in general about graduating and a few years after graduating. I've I've gone a long way since college. I think what Janice said is really true because she's seen a lot of stuff happening and she has like a pretty clear map in front of her um and she knows what she's doing and everything after all these experience in a past of her stories. So what we want to bring upon our last words to everyone that they're feeling behind, what is your last word to everyone, Janice? I think just like listen to yourself. And like, if you don't know what you want right now, um, take your time to kind of figure it out. A lot of people have, trust me when I say this, like even at my age uh, and I'm like late 20s, And I have people older than me and, you know, obviously younger than me. But even people older than me don't sometimes have no idea what they're going, like, what they're doing either. Like, we all have jobs. We all all have, like, you know, decent jobs and, like, decent pay, uh, decent benefits. And, like, it seems like we all have it together on social media or, like, whatever. But a lot of us still don't know what the fuck we're doing. So everybody's kind of in the same boat. It's just you know like we hide it better or like we we you know like we we're just older literally everybody is lost in their own little way so don't feel pressured take your time and figure it out like you'll get there it's just it's you know like it's a process right 
So mm-hmm. I think that's my last words to people who have just graduated. I think what I really want to say is like, so during the past couple of weeks, we have like a few um, speak guest speakers in my classes, and we've invited a few like, like the top, um, I would say like the top positions of a company, for instance, like Paramount Pictures, or like even like those media industry CEO of something, they all have something in common, that they do different things to achieve what they have today. But they all provided us this one thing in common is that just like I mentioned earlier, is I don't afraid to try because um, because you never really know what's going to happen after you make that first step. And also, whenever you are entering a different field of whatever you're doing, always be nice and kind because this field or whatever you're entering, they need people like this to maintain the system of a company and to to even do better of what a company can bring upon the other um, consumers or everything. So from what my conclusion is to people is that it really just about trying. And if you're feeling behind, talk to someone because I do feel behind sometimes too. Like even if you're asking me what exactly I'm going to do in the future, I don't know. That's the only answer I can give you because I have a lot of create like creative ideas in my head, but I can't give you one definite answer of what I really want to do. So talk to someone. You'll start figuring out with what you looked in the past and everything. I I actually heard this um heard this one sentence from another podcast I listened to. So she's saying that um everyone becomes who they are today because of what they've gone through because of what their experiences that make them into the kind of person today. So whatever happened to you in the past, it's going to be your nutrition in life. Don't feel like you're not, you know, better than anyone or you don't feel like you are just doing something so basic or something so people don't even look up to. You're if you're starting on something that you like, if you're starting on a right path, you are going to do something big in the future and I can guarantee you that. Yeah, like what Jacqueline said, you know, like just also have confidence in yourself and just really trust the process. Um, it might not seem like much uh, right now, but in a you know in the future, it's all kind of connect together. And it's I'm not gonna say like everything's gonna be okay, but like you're you're slowly gonna try to navigate your way through literal like life. So take your time and just really listen to what you want. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode about post-grad feelings. I'm kind of sorry about my voice. It's kind of hoarse. I don't know why. I think it's probably because of the horror nights I went a couple weeks ago. I don't know. It's still like, it just it just makes my voice sound so deep, kind of sexy, but I don't like it. I know. I, I like it. <laughs> All right. Hopefully it will become a higher pitch next week or like, I don't know. It's sexy. Okay. Thank you guys so much for this episode. We hope everyone of you who stayed till this late to actually just like let these words go into your head and process it one more time. It takes time. You know, honestly, this whole thing takes time and you just have to think it in your way. Come up with the result that you can cope with. For next week, we're starting an episode about benefits ABCs receive in Taiwan. Thanks to one of our listeners who suggested this topic. I think it's something really interesting to even share because we've experienced quite a few in Taiwan last year. So we do want to share with everyone of what happened or what we think the benefits are. So make sure you guys tune in next week at the same time. And thank you guys so much for listening this week.
This is Jacqueline. And this is Janice. And we hope to see every one of you again next week on Meet Me in Taipei. Bye. Bye. Bye.